Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Monday night edition of the Attitude Era Live. Busy day for me. I've had a lot of sports stuff and things going on that I've been doing. I've literally been talking all day between, you know, my, my sports show this morning and then a few things I had to do during the day. So well, long day for me, but uh, we do have Icon and we do have Granny Hoekster here. We have a couple of guests on with us. Um, we have, you know, that we have summertime. It is upon us. Uh, summer, the first official day of summer happened a few days ago, longest day of the year in terms of, you know, sunlight anyway. And uh, yeah, it's been good. And you know what? Raw has been actually enjoyable for me to watch tonight. I, I haven't had to uh, change the channel over to over to you know another station uh, at all yet tonight, so that's always a good thing. So you know, hey, you know, time, times are changing, and uh, we're going along with it. So, Granny Icon, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm well, good. you know, I'll tell you, I, I'm a little, I'm a little stressed right now. Oh I boy, got so many things going on. Uh, you know, the, I got. Uh, when are you not stressed? Well, yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I just. You know, it's just a lot of stuff going on, trying to get the uh, new cell phone set up. Uh, you know, just switched from uh, FAT&T to Sprint, and I got my new phone today, and um, I, I'm i calling on it now, but uh, nothing else seems to be working, so... Um, well, here's the thing, Icon. You went from a company... Oh, is that a cat? That's no, a it's dog. Homer. It's Homer. Oh Hi, my Homer. God! It's your cat. Granny loves you, Homer. I know Homer's like cat. cry. Oh wow! Yeah. I was like, Icon, what are you doing to that cat over there? Um, no, so so Icon, so what you're telling me is you went from a company that is notorious for 
crappy service and dropping calls to a company that is even worse service and even worse at dropping calls is what you're telling me. Well, no, actually, here, actually, here's what I'm telling you. This is exactly what I'm telling you. AT&T, we would set up a date for a payment for our cell phone bill to be paid, right? Yes. And the money would be in our accounts. And they would take it out that day. They take it out the next day, said that we were late, and then they would charge us an extra forty bucks. Hmm. Were were the were the days of the payments uh were they on a weekend by any chance? Because sometimes it's only business no. days, quote unquote. No. Huh. No. Okay. That's really strange. Well, Icon, I'm just telling you, I, you know, see, I'm a big fan of certain things. I have my, my niches. I have my, my things that I'm, I'm big on. And, you know, obviously when it comes to, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, cell phones in general, you know, I'm team Android all the way. I think Apple is the evil empire. I don't like iPhones. I don't like Apple anything. I anything. iMacs. I only have iTunes on my computer because, you know, because it comes with it, okay? But I don't, uh, I don't like Apple at all. When it comes to my cell phone carrier and my provider, I've been a Verizon guy forever. And, I, I mean, is Verizon, like, they have service everywhere. I get it. They're a little expensive, but they, they, have, they have service everywhere. And I've never had a dropped call, never had a place where I, I haven't, you know, I've been nervous because I couldn't make a call if I was out in the middle of the boonies or something. You know, I'm just wondering, you know, like, did you explore Verizon or, or like, like wh- why did you go to Sprint? Because I know Sprint's had some issues with call dropping. You did have Verizon. Okay. Had Verizon. What happened with that? And they, they, uh, they screwed me over as well. So I, you know, I, uh, that seems know, to be a trend with you. Yeah, I just got we have, we have Verizon. David and my husband and I, we both have Verizon, so Yeah, I, I mean I like it. Now don't get me wrong. People like different things, you know. I, I'm not saying that you have to have a certain thing. Verizon's always been fine to me. Um, just like, you know, when it comes to cars. I've only ever driven Jeep. That's probably all I ever will drive. My next car will be a Jeep as well. So that's really what I do. So I'm very about think I have, you know, like if you guys were to ever visit or come see my town, like I have my pizza spot, I have my Chinese food spot, I have my Indian food spot, I have my, you know, and, and th- there are places that are probably better or probably good, but those are my spots and those things, my comfort zone that I like. And, you know, I, I just, I, 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 I encourage people to use them or go to them or, you know, drive them or eat there or whatever, but um, I, I guess my journalistic degree uh, prompts me to ask a lot of questions sometimes. So that's why I was curious as to if you had used or, 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 or explored the Verizon option because they've been pretty good to me. But you said so, so you said you had had Verizon. So um, I will hopefully yep. Sprint works out for you, and hopefully uh, hopefully Sprint um, you know doesn't do what AT and T was doing. I'm not a big fan of AT and T either myself, by the way. Um, now, another thing, uh, Icon, um, that, that I I was curious on here, and is who do we have coming on tonight? Okay, well, here's uh, here's the thing. Oh, you know, we were supposed to have Manny Fernandez on, 
Okay, yeah, yeah. he had to cancel. Yep. He had to cancel again because he has uh, he has a um, a charity that he does an event for for veterans. Okay, and uh, mm-hmm. that was tonight. Okay, so, well, you can't knock him for that. I mean, that's a good cause. Okay, so tonight we have uh, uh, Charlie Cruel. Uh, she's going to be on with us. Uh, we have Chase Britton. Those have both been confirmed. And we're supposed to have uh, uh, Michelle Spradlin on with us. Uh, hmm. uh, and uh, Michelle Myers is her wrestling name. And hopefully, she ha- she confirmed last week, so hopefully she'll still be on with us. And um, okay, I, I, I got a couple announcements, too, for you. you know, Beautiful. Uh, remember how uh, I, I, I set up that challenge last week? If any of those three clowns show up in Fargo? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, two of the three are on their way. Well, Kevin Owens is on the air tonight, so he's obviously maybe going to be a little late or not come at all because he's actually wrestling as we speak. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, uh, possibly. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully uh, well, hopefully, uh, you, well, get, uh, you get your wish. Well, it's, they already announced it's uh, uh, Boren Corbin and uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens are going to be here, and Alexa Bliss is going to be here. Oh, no. When? <laughs> uh, August 18th. I told you that. Yeah, you didn't tell me Alexa Bliss. Well, they just announced it. August 18th. That's a Sunday? Yep. Oh, man. Looks like Big Swig's making a trip to Fargo. Uh, <laughs> she, she, and she's single now. Yeah, she just broke up with that bum from NXT, so she's on the market. Yeah. And I'm on ringside, so I can take pictures of her behind. Oh uh, no, I might, ha- I might have to, uh, I might have to uh, make make a deal with you if I can't get out there. But um, now, is this just a show? This isn't like we're gonna be chilling. Like you know how at the. Um, at the, uh, at the Maui Madness, how, like, you get to kind of meet them and hang out with them and chill with them in the hotel for a little bit and all that stuff. This isn't like that. This is just a show. It, it, well, it's, it's a, it's a re- WWE live show. It's a house show. Hmm. Can Bob foot it, uh, hook it up so that I can, you know, get a selfie with Alexa Bliss? No, he's not running it. I know, but he's kind of a big name out there, isn't he? Yeah, but, uh, you know, if he's not running it, he has nothing to do with it, really. Uh, oh, man. Why'd you tell me? Now I'm going to be focused on that the whole night, Icon. <laughs> man. You just broke his, broke his heart there, Icon. I, I mean, yeah. uh, and, and, and not only that, but, I mean, like I said, she's now single because that, that bum in NXT and is never going to make it in WWE, uh, just you know, they they just broke up, so it's oh man, dude. Oh. Anyway, regardless, uh, so Alexa Bliss lost last night, um, which was you know terrible for me because you know Bailey, I, I just not, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a Bailey fan, but you know it is what it is, and I'm I'm happy she's finding some success. But um, now <laughs> I know I well, What did you think of the pay per view last night? I haven't watched it. I was uh I was too busy hanging out with uh Goose Gossage, Johnny Bench, 
Tommy John and Raleigh Fingers. The hell were you doing with all them? It's like it, it, it was like a Cooperstown reunion. What were you doing out there? Uh, well, uh, every summer I go to the Roger Maris Golf Tournament and uh, oh yeah, yeah, tournament. I remember that. And that's that was this weekend, and uh, I ah. uh, got carte blanche to meet these guys. Ah, are they nice guys or are they assholes like most celebrities? Johnny Bench is. Okay. Well, wait, nice or an asshole? He's a, he's a jerk. Uh, well, his last name's Bench, so I mean, you know, what do you expect? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I, I, I gotta, I, now I've never personally talked to or met these, these gentlemen. Um, you know, obviously we, we talk to like newer, uh, you know, players in the league when, when they come on. So, uh, obviously I know who they are being the sports fanatic that I am, but never actually gotten a chance to talk to them personally. Um, now, uh, now, now granted, did you watch the pay-per-view? No, I did not because I was busy at the Moose Lodge last night. I had to get the bulletin out because Granny leaves for Vegas on Thursday for my convention. Ah, yeah. That's going to be fun. Well, I'm going to be in meetings a lot, and thank goodness Granny's going to be inside during the day because I saw... A post of what temperatures are going to be like out there this week. Uh, yeah. Thursday, 101. Friday, 103. Saturday, 105. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's but supposed it's to be like in the 70s at night. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's dry heat. It's not super humid, but. Uh, well, no, but yeah, I know, that is, but that Granny does not. Warm. I mean, with the medication that I take, I Granny don't like heat. I, I, I anything mm. above seventy degrees is too hot for me. Anything you know? Oh wow! So, so you're inside you know, most of the summer then. Yeah, I don't. I don't go. I don't get out because number one, I don't want to get sunburned, and because it said a lot of the medicine that I take, I can't be out in the sun a lot. So, if I go swimming in the pool, which I doubt I will, it'll be after the sun goes down. <laughs> you know? mm. But I'll probably be too tired to go swimming because I'm going to be in meetings all day and events all day, and I'm not going to have a lot of time to. Uh, I actually have some of my, a couple of my wrestling buddies are going out there with, um, let's see, Sam is going out there with his wife. You know, remember Chelsea? She was on our show a couple of times. Sam and mm-hmm. Chelsea, they're going to Vegas with uh, my good friend Drake Gallows and his fiance Danielle, for a few days. So I'm hoping I get to see them while I'm out there. I don't know. I don't know if I'll get to see them or not, but I hope so. But, so, um, um, so if you guys want a spoiler, um, um, do you guys care if I, uh, if I, um, and our, next, our, our first guest will be calling in shortly, so be watching for that. I will. Do you, do you want me to give you a little bit of a rundown of what happened last night? What do you, uh-huh. you plan to watch it? Well, no, I do plan go ahead, because I, I, I probably won't have time to watch it. So, but unless you don't want to say anything, because Icon hasn't watched it yet. But well, Icon, what about you? Well, go ahead. Uh, you know, All we right. don't have much time because our first guest is going to call in. So that's fine. Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans was the first match of the uh, first match of the night. Obviously, as you know, Becky Lynch won that match. Uh, she, you know, she tapped her out. Um, to start off, it was it was a good match. It was back and forth. Um, 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Icon's two favorite, you know, his favorite tag team, defeat New Day. They beat uh, Big E and Xavier Woods. Um, third match tonight was Samoa Joe losing the United States Championship to Ricochet, uh, which was an interesting way to give the new guy, you know, a little bit of a push. Uh, although Samoa Joe, who was so dominant in TNA, has really kind of gotten the short end of the stick in WWE, but that's that's for another time. Uh, another match here, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan defeated Heavy Machinery. I uh, really kind of like the Heavy Machinery tag team, but, you know, either way. Um, I don't even want to say this one, but Bailey defeats Alexa Bliss for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Roman Reigns defeats Drew McIntyre. Now, we saw that coming. (laughs) Kofi Kingston beat Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship uh, to retain. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the the show. Um, Pretty good matches overall. Back and forth matches. Um, you know, pretty exciting, kept, kept every, you know, everybody on their feet, kept, kept everybody kind of entertained the whole night. There was no real snooze fest matches. Um, but we thought tonight was interesting. I kind of, I don't know if you've gotten the chance to, uh, tune into raw yet. Cause you got a million things going on over there. Um, but, uh, the undertaker in another appearance here tonight. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And, and that I was, that was pretty really cool. Speaking of Roman Reigns. Speaking of Roman Reigns, you know he's gonna be on. Uh, he's gonna be in the new uh, Fast and the Furious movie, uh, Shaw and uh, uh, Hobbs. So what movie is this now? Number fifteen for them. Um, yeah. Hobbs oh, and, 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 and another match that I forgot to mention. Not that anybody really cares, uh, but the champ, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Um, Drew Gulak defeated Tony Nese uh, and, and Akira Tozawa. For the cruiserweight championship, so um, not not that unless you're a cruiserweight fan. Also, guys, another thing that was announced tonight that might uh, have me a little distracted. I'll be watching the switchboard, but uh, might have me a little distracted. Is they're doing that whole special on Alexa Bliss directly after Raw tonight? I don't know if you've seen that. No, yeah, I'm doing the, uh, I saw that advertised. Yep. Yeah, the six fifty, whatever it is, the whole documentary thing on her. So if I'm a little um distant for the second half of the show then you know then you'll you'll uh you'll know why. Um so but anyways, yeah, so I I'll keep an eye out for the uh for the first guest here when he calls in and we will go from there to guest show which is nice because we get to talk a little three. bit about wrestling. Three. Oh it's three. Who yeah, who's three the third guests. one again? Well I just I just named them all man. Yo, I know, but like I said, I got Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I got Alexa Bliss on you my mind. You got Alexa Bliss on the brain icon. I do. We got Chase Britton, Char- Charlie Cruel, and uh, since Michelle is not, it's going to be uh, Melissa Rose Winchester. Um, oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, somebody messaged the. Uh, I don't know if you saw it in the thing there, icon. If you wanted to respond to him, message asking if Charlie Cruel was coming on tonight and uh i didn't get a chance to get back to them yet but if they are tuned in and listening yes charlie cool will be on with us uh or at least he's confirmed to be on with us that doesn't necessarily she. mean he's actually going to she. that's she. what i said she i said she okay you said yeah me. you gotta no no it's just my accent 
<laughs> hey, by the uh, way, but, um, uh, another quick, yeah. another quick little tidbit. Uh, Attitude Era Live took over, cut the promo podcast last night. Oh, how'd Again. that go? Again, yep. Oh, that was good. I brought on my, uh, I brought on my own guest, blocked him out of uh, uh, his show, and I, uh, I took it over. So is this like a work? Is this kayfabe, or is he actually getting upset with you about this? I haven't talked to him. I haven't returned his call. Oh, geez. So he did call you. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of over here just hijacking, hijacking shows. I've always, I've always wanted to do that, you know? Well, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. The hostile takeover. Right. Oh. Um. You know, yeah, uh, so quick, we'll have here. them on, and like uh, I, I said, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna keep an eye on the switchboard here. So, but what was that? I I, I had a, I had an interesting conversation with a, a guest that's gonna be coming on in uh, a couple weeks. I just got to uh, nail down his schedule, but uh, um, a wrestler by the name of Garrett Bischoff. Oh. Okay. Um, he uh, he he had a. You know, he you know, he was trying to tell me about uh, you know, his you know, how famous his dad is, but I'd never heard of him. His dad's name is Eric Bischoff. Oh yeah, who the hell's that? Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I I actually I, I like me some Eric Bischoff. He was he was one of my favorite uh he was one of my favorite GMs. Um now of course I I, I, I followed him a little bit more in WWE uh, when he came over than I did when he was in WW, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I actually got to meet Eric Bischoff one time in Springdale. He was at a book signing when our Hastings bookstore was open, and Mm -hmm. I actually bought his book, and I actually got to meet him. He was a pretty nice guy, pretty decent guy. Mm. Like, he's from your neck of the woods. He's a Minnesota guy. Well, he's from Minnesota, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, oh, he and there's for, Alexa. He, he used to work for Vern Gagne back in the AWA days, you know. Yeah, he's definitely been around. He's definitely got some experience. But, yeah, so, so Alexa Bliss is on now. Um, so I'm going to be watching this match here. But I like the purple. I like what she did with the purple and not the bright pink. I like the uh, the whole outfit, the whole thing. It's, I like it. It's nice. But anyway, just five feet of fury. Our, just kind of keep mm-hmm. our listeners abreast of what we got coming up to, as long as we got a little time. Uh, uh, tomorrow, or next Monday, we got uh, uh, Johnny uh, Caparella. He's with the... Uh, uh, I have trouble pronouncing his uh, his company. Because it, it's it, it's it's a cool company, but uh, I have trouble pronouncing it because of how it how it's kind of supposed to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the name of the company that he is is called Wrestlelicious is what it is. I, I just I don't know why I have trouble saying saying that because every time I try and yeah say I was gonna it, say it, it doesn't seem like it's too difficult. Wrestlelicious. Well, I, I always like kind of. Yeah, I know. I kind of, I kind of stumble over it. Like I want to say something else. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, we may have uh, Manny uh, Fernandez uh, on next week, so we will find out who who's going to join us. So, 
But if not, okay, guys, uh, you know, you're gonna have to probably send me a reminder because I will be still out in Vegas. As far as I know, I do not have anything to do Monday night, but I know that's like a two-hour time frame difference. So it would be like seven o'clock my time out there that we that I would have to be calling in. So you uh, might 10 have ten o'clock, to, yeah, seven o'clock out there your time. Yep. So. Okay. Because well, it'll be like, because uh, we we're like at nine o'clock central, you know, and everything. So um, I don't think I have anything. I think everything will be pretty much over for me by Monday afternoon. I'm. I don't think there's anything that I have to do Monday night at at this time frame. But that might change after I get out there. So I don't know, but. If I can't be on, I will message you guys and let you know. So that works. That works. Oh, so this is going to be turned into a tag match now because Alexa and Nikki attacked uh, Naomi. So now they're going to turn this into a tag match. So that's always fun. We got we we got a heart heart family member uh, coming out for the save from the tally. So, Natalia's been doing it forever, man. I remember watching Natalia when I was in, like, high school and college. I mean, she's been one of the models of models of consistency. I kind of like what Naomi told Natalia tonight. It said, let Nikki Cross find out for herself that Alexa Bliss cannot be trusted. <laughs> hey, uh, I kind of hey like that. Quick, if, I, if I can real quick here. Uh, there, I would like to uh, send out uh, condolences uh, to a fan of the show uh, and his family, uh, uh, Johnny Gray, photographer with me for the FM Invaders, was killed in a car accident uh, oh this my. weekend. Oh, I'm and, oh wow. Uh, uh, 30, 34 years old, and... Um, he left behind a wife and his little daughter, and um, he uh, he was a passenger in a vehicle with a friend of his. His friend overcorrected or lost control in a parked car, and he was killed. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I want to send... Uh, <coughs> Message out to my uh, my new angel watching over us, Johnny Gray. I love you, man, and I'm gonna miss you. And what was he, the uh, photographer for the for the Invaders? Yeah, you said? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's one of the photographers with the Invaders. He also uh, ran like the instant replay huddle for the players. Okay. Hmm. Well, yes, that sucks. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, big big shout outs there, and uh, you know, you know, uh, Icon will be. Uh, Remembering you at all times. Um, we got about an hour thirty-two left. They're waiting on the first guest to call us up. Um, well, our, anybody our, is not going to make it, so we'll wait for our second one. Well, you know what I mean. But the first yeah. guest who's going to be on with us anyway, uh, waiting for them to call and um, go from there. But so, Icon, how are uh, those teams? How are the Invaders and all them doing right now? Well, the Invaders lost again this week, uh, last weekend, uh, 
third loss in a row. We're now one and three in the league. Well, the thing the thing about the league is it's you know it's a four team league. Everybody makes the playoffs, uh, and the way it works mm. is one plays four and two plays three, and then those two play for the championship. So you're basically the whole season, you're basically playing the same teams. Well, no, we uh, we play teams from other leagues too. Oh, uh, okay, all right. So it's okay. Yeah. So it's not just us. So, because weren't you saying they were undefeated or something, and then in the league they've been struggling a little bit? Okay. Yeah, right. Yep. Now, who's in your league? Uh, let's see. The St. Paul Pioneers. You had to ask me that, didn't you? Uh, I did. They're in first place. Give me a second here. I can uh, give you the uh, rundown here. St. Paul. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Sister cities. Well, I actually brother cities, but St. Paul oh, and Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay, so Twin Cities they call it. Yeah, there's there's um what it is is there's two different divisions in the league. Okay, we're in one division and then uh there's the other division. Sure. And uh, you know, I mean the way it works is if I can get See, I'm just trying to get used to uh, my new phone here, so it's... Uh, so, what, so what is this, like semi-pro? Yeah, these are guys that are trying to get into the NFL. Okay. So it's still pretty good ball then. Yeah. It's not like... See, all, right. all we have up here in Albany is arena football. And, you know, the Albany uh, Albany Empire are um, first place. I mean, they're 8-1 and one or whatever it may be. Um, they, they actually lost the championship last year to the Baltimore brigade. But uh, yeah, all we have here is the, um, is arena football. It would actually be cool to have a semi-pro league around here, but we, right. just, we okay. don't have the money. We have the St. Paul pioneers, the Fargo invaders, mm-hmm. the Hudson, Wisconsin bulls and the St. Cloud stampede. Okay. Okay. And and the Fargo Invaders, um, how have they been in the league the last couple of years? Like, I mean, are, are they consistently a competitor or? Well, we won the championship uh, uh, three out of the last five seasons. This was the fifth season. Okay. So football is a big thing in Fargo then, with DSU being so good, uh, as well as, you know, obviously the, the Invaders being good, so. How's that uh, that baseball team in Fargo doing? Uh, well, we just uh, we were just home for six games and we won all six. So we've oh, been good. doing pretty good at home, but struggling on the road. But uh, we, uh, you know, we're making it through. And uh, uh, we uh, had the, my Minnesota Twins had a nice little uh, uh, sparring with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, I Hall saw that team. So. So yeah, I saw that a whole little, whole little benches benches cleared fiasco. That was that was fun. Nice. So Alexa Bliss right now is uh, with Nikki Cross taking on uh, Naomi and the other Hart sibling. Um, and I just I feel like I feel like 
they're all the top women in wrestling right now. I mean, I don't know. I, I know that SmackDown's got it going on. You know, you got Charlotte over there and Bailey's the champion and all that. But I feel like the four four women in the ring right now are probably the cornerstones in the men's division uh, overall. That that would be my guess. Um, what's the uh, what's this here? Okay, put this on here. Um, besties, there we go. So. So, Granny, uh, when you go out to Vegas, then, uh, and you, and you you go do this uh, this event, is this like are you like the representative for your Moose Lodge or like, I mean, like well, how are you I, like I, is, is the I'm whole not, is the whole I'm lodge going? Representative, but, well, there's there's a few of us from our lodge and chapter that's going. Um, I'm actually getting what they call my star recorder degree. Um, that was a, an office that we have. I was recorder for two years for our chapter. And what my job consisted of there was making deposits to the bank, um, transmitting applications for new members, um, you know, um, writing checks for the chapter, you know, paying the bills for the chapter, mm-hmm. um, and now, and this year I'm secretary treasurer, but because we got the award of achievement from last year for the year 2017-2018, I'm getting my star recorder degree. Now, I already have my College of Regents and my academy. I've had those for quite some time, but oh, wow. um, I'm getting my star recorder degree, so um, I have to go to a uh, conferral, what they call a conferral ceremony, um, Sunday morning, and I will uh, get my star recorder degree. And then in September, back here at my local chapter, we have what we call a star recorder activity night, and then they will recognize me there at my local chapter, uh, you know, when I got my star and things like that. Um, And then... uh, I come back and then I go to Little Rock in August for our state convention, and then um, then next year, you know, I'll go to our state convention in February and in August again. So, do you like Little this Rock? Is the only, this is only the second time I've been to an international convention. Do you like Little Rock, Arkansas? Do I like it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have friends that live there in Little Rock. I mean, I it's not one of my favorite places to go to, but I, I do have, uh, a I've never I have been. friends down there. I mean, I, I have friends down there. You know, now, like I said, um, a couple years ago when I went down with my, one of my friends to Little Rock for our state convention, I mean, and I kid you not, this was like day daytime. We had just pulled into the hotel parking lot, and um, <clears throat> they were um, – we had just pulled in, and I went in to use the restroom, and we went in to go get a, a cart to get our stuff unloaded from the pickup – my friend's pickup truck, and somebody stole my ice chest out of the back of her truck. So the oh, hotel wow. was nice enough to replace – you know, the food and the drinks that I had inside my ice chest. It wasn't a real big, huge one, but, I mean, they didn't replace my ice chest, but they did replace the food and the drinks, so they tried to make it right. But um, I don't know how much longer we're going to be at that hotel down there, but, you know, so 
But like I said, um, one of our lodges and lo- local chapters um, in the state of Arkansas is from North Little Rock. So I have a lot of friends that live there near Little Rock and the surrounding area, Sherwood and Jacksonville, surrounding area down there. But oh, okay. Uh, so, but I yeah I this, and this is only my <laughs> and this is only my second time ever flying ever in my life. I mean, first time I flew, I flew out to Los Angeles and then had to take a shuttle to Anaheim because Allegiant, the airline I was on, didn't fly straight into Anaheim. So I had to fly into Los Angeles and then get a shuttle. And I was kind of perturbed because the shuttle service that I had used, uh, Moose International had recommended them and they were giving us a $2 discount. Well, when I got there, I called and said, okay, I'm here. And they told me which door to go. And I waited and I waited and I called the second time. And finally, two hours later, I call a third time and they finally found me. I was not very happy because here I was in a strange city, a bunch of weirdos running around the airport at uh, almost one o'clock in the morning, Los Angeles time. And I was not mm. a happy camper. <laughs> no, I Life bet not. Great, I bet not. <laughs> I mean, you know, flight was good, but um, I wasn't too happy. So I called my husband, let him know that I made it to my hotel safe and sound. I said, I'm going to bed. And he calls me the next morning, at, which is 6.30 our time, which was 4.30 their time. And he's like, good morning. Are we awake yet? And I said, I haven't even been to sleep yet. <laughs> you know? Oh, jeez. I mean, hey, guys. So, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to try and call oh, our guests and try and get them on. No, they're on the line. Okay. Uh, oh, they are. So, I well, wait, uh, yeah, I was waiting for her to finish the story, Here we and go. I was going to, I was going to click oh, over. Oh, that's fine. You should, so. you should have stopped me. I mean, so. No, no, it's cool. We were, we were having a little conversation, but we got, we got the call on. So I can, uh, uh, eight six five. Yep. 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 All righty, I'm going to put them through and let you do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He was supposed to be our second combatant of the night. Now he's our first. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man that's going to chase your ass up and down the ring and then kick it out of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man, Chase Breton. Hey, buddy, how are you? What's up, guys? I'm all right. How you doing? Hey, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm still recovering from the other night, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, here's what we like to do. After I introduce the guest, uh, with the best in-ring introduction they've ever had, it was your best, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what we'll do is we have you give a little background about yourself, then we uh, ask you ask you the questions interview. So give us a little background about yourself, and we'll uh, chat with you. Um. I've actually been wrestling since I was 13 years old. Um, I'm 25 now. Um, my dad was a first generation, so that makes me the second, obviously. Um, I've been pretty much to Canada, Germany, Australia, all over the U.S., and a couple other places as well. Um, that's pretty much it that I can think of. My bad, man. <laughs> my brain's really not all there. I just made my well, debut. No, it's right. at, well, okay, we'll... Uh... We'll, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get through this together, all right? Uh, we'll okay. I'll ask you a few questions. We'll kind of do a little round table. We'll go to Granny, then uh, Big Swing, and then uh, we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the tough questions. Uh, so my first question 
for you is uh, in your you know in your tenure in the business, what uh, I should say, how many different companies have you been with, or is there <laughs> too many to count? Um, honestly, there's probably too many to count because I do remember that when I was keeping track, that by the time I was 17, I'd only had about 92 companies under my belt. Um, wow. Obviously, there's been a lot more since then, um, but I have and no who clue are you currently how many. Who are you uh, PWS. PWS. Pro Wrestling Sports, which is pretty much in uh, Bristol, Tennessee. Um, I think next month on the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be at the uh, Rogersville, Tennessee, and it's for the uh, Hazard Fest. Moonshiners, Dukes of Hazard, they're all supposed to be there. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, if if you uh, bump into Byron Sherry when you're out there, uh, send a uh, send a hello from the Icon. He was on our show a couple weeks ago. And Granny. Who was that? Byron uh, Sherry. Byron he Sherry? played Coy Duke. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah. tell him the Icon and Granny said hello if he, if you run into And him. Big Swing. I mean, can. we don't want to forget Big, and the Big swing. swing. Well, yeah, okay. we do, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, so when you wrestle, uh, I'm going to ask you the next question. I want to kind of go around the room here. So when you wrestle, would you consider yourself a, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you what the cl- crowd decides you're going to be that day? Uh, normally promoters want me to be a baby face. Um, I personally, sometimes if I, if I can get away with it, if, it all kind of depends if, like, the promoter wants me to be the top gun that night or if they just let me be myself. Because if I be myself, I'm going to be a heel. But sometimes I'm a, I'm a face when I come out there, and something will happen, and then I turn myself heel just because I want to. <laughs> That's not always my number one choice, but I've been known to do it a time or two. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, Granny, <laughs> our guest, uh, we have uh, Chase Britton here with us. Uh, we have about, uh, well, about 30 minutes left with Chase. Uh, but he's saying, Granny, that he can be a heel sometimes. What do you got for our guest, well, Chase Britton? Well, you know, and, and that's fine, you know, because because this is Granny, and I'm not a wrestler, just so you know. I'm just a big, huge fan of this wonderful sport we call wrestling. But I love to give the heels plenty of grief. So Granny would have a lot of fun playing with you because I could talk some pretty good smack when I have to. Well, I'll so probably have my, fun playing with Granny, so. Well, you know, and you need to come to Oklahoma sometime. Have you ever wrestled in Oklahoma? No, that is one place I've, I've not been. I don't know why. But well, I you know, I Granny has some very good friends over in Oklahoma that does a really great organization called Wrestling for a Cause, and we do wrestling shows for kids that are are fighting cancer. So That's crazy. I can I get you hooked like up with month, the. Actually. I can get you. I can get you hooked up with the right people, and you need to come to Wrestling for a Cause because Granny is very much involved with Wrestling for a Cause, and I even have my own personal. Granny Holster wrestling for a costume. I'm the only one that has one like that. But uh, yeah, my question to you is... And, and if you get on her bad side, she will hit you with a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on wrestlers before at other shows in the past. So, you know, just well, saying. Cool. I don't hit. 
I don't hit anybody with my cane, but, you know, I've had wrestlers use my cane. But anyways, what has been your most challenging match you have ever had to do in your career? Me, personally, possibly a hardcore match. And it's for a funnier reason to be honest with you, but possibly a hardcore match for Johnny Benenton. That's awesome. That's, I mean, I, I love hardcore matches. Those are amazing. Jay, just to tell you how much the... Who was that again? It was what? Who, was that? Who, who did you face? Who was your opponent for that? Uh, Johnny Demento. He's from Clarksville, Tennessee. He wanted to do this match, and he had a bunch of stuff that I knew would mess up my face. And that's when I started hating that match. Because, I mean... I'm I'm good with the you know hit me on the back me, you know whatever but my face is a money maker you know so I gotta get a little worried. <laughs> well, I have a lot of fr- well, I have you a know, lot of friends. I have some, I have some some friends that wrestle in Tennessee, so you might know some of them. I don't know. <laughs> right. What was and, again, uh, for those of you. you guys, for those of you guys who. Uh, who uh, who don't know Chase and who have never seen Chase, uh, you know, and uh, just so you know, I, I'm, I'm a straight guy, but, uh, you know, Chase is a pretty handsome-looking dude, and uh, I, I can see why he wants to protect his face because it's uh, really cool. Now, speaking of speaking of that and being being good-looking and cool, now the Icon made right. a cool collector's card, you know, because you are the top gun. Uh, what did you think yeah. of that collector's card that was made for you? About the about the what? Well, I made you I that. Can really uh, hear you. I'm sorry. Let me let me see this. Uh, I made you uh, <laughs> a collector's card with your picture on it. You know where it says Top Gun? That one. I sent it yeah, yeah. Facebook I actually, yeah, I actually liked that when I had Facebook before I deactivated my Facebook because it just kept going off all the time. Uh, that used to be my cover picture when she sent it to me. So I liked it. Awesome. So. Uh, well, uh, Grant, you got another question, or should we move on to Big Swing? I didn't mean to interrupt you, Grant. Well, uh, if Big Swing's got something, go ahead. Okay, we got Chase Brick. We've got about 30 minutes left here. Well, basically, just um, just take us through the process. I mean, how did you uh, decide to get into wrestling, and like, what were some of your motivations when you were growing up? Was there was there somebody that you idolized? or I mean, just kind of take us through the journey of, of how you decided to get into this. Um, for me, I didn't get to choose if I wanted to wrestle or not. And I know that sounds kind of bad, but growing up in a wrestling family, like, you know, I say that I'm a second generation, but that's only because I didn't know, you know, that my uncle was in it and everybody else. As I grew up, I found out that I had, like, two uncles, three cousins, and, like, my dad was all in wrestling. So pretty much my motivation would possibly be my uncle Thorne and my dad. Um so, therefore, I didn't really get the tears. It was more of when you turn 18, you do this. But for me, it was when you turn 13, you do this. When you turn 10, you start training. So, mm. <laughs> that's pretty, so that's pretty much how everything started for me. Some kids so, now, have to if, to, um, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but have, would we have uh, heard of uh, uh, any uh, wrestlers in your family that uh, you could tell us about? Uh, yeah, you might have heard of a few. I don't really know who you're you know, who you know, but my dad was the original Crimson, not the one with the C, but the one with the K that's in, like, the East Tennessee area from 1981 all the way up until 2015. 
Um, my uncle is Thorn. He's around the Nashville area surrounding. Um, one of my cousins is uh, you got Chains, and then you have Axon Axon Ray or Axon Low. He's with AML. That's my cousin. Um, there's a few more uncles in there that I haven't even got to meet yet because you know. I haven't really met half of my family yet because me and my mom's side, we don't get along. But, you know, yeah. Well, maybe you guys can have like a, uh, maybe you guys have like a Thanksgiving Battle Royal. Whoever wins gets the shots of the turkey first or something. <laughs> right, right. That would have been cool. But I just now came back from like an injury. I got hurt probably about eight, nine months ago. And I just made my debut Saturday. So, for my my return, my bad. What uh, what injury did you have? If you if you can talk about it. Um, my injury actually didn't happen in the ring. I was working at Coca Cola, and I was picking up something. I slipped it, and I like the entire muscle in my left shoulder just straight up just ripped, and everything mm. in there had to be repaired. So. Mm, that's painful. Yeah, so that put me out for at least almost a year. Oh, wow. wow. Yep. But yeah, shoulder injuries are no fun. I mean, even even in like you know other sports, whenever somebody ends up getting a shoulder injury, the just because you you don't realize how much you actually use your shoulder in the course of a day, and I mean if if that is uh if that gets injured or pulled or ripped, yeah, it's oftentimes especially to do something as physical as what you do for work, um, you have to make sure 100 percent, and and they 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 take a while. Shoulder injuries suck. I've had a couple. Yeah, it really sucks when you just have a baby in December. So therefore, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of hard to hold your baby, you know, with a screwed up shoulder. Now, uh, now with your with your injury, did you have to? I, I'm sure you went through a lot of rehab and all oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. How, how long How long was your rehab before you uh, actually started uh, getting uh, use of it again? I would say that I was only covered by insurance to do rehab for about a month. And then after that first month, after that, it was all me. It was time off and just me. I had to, to do it all by myself. Um, there was some times where I tried to get on workman, workman's comp or whatever, and they actually didn't clear me because they said they had work for me. But when I showed up, I couldn't do it because, you know, my arm was so screwed up. So, therefore, just because they was work, just because I couldn't do it, I wouldn't get on, you know, had no help, so about a month. But it, I worked on the, uh, well, the bands for around four months. Uh, we got uh, Chase Britton as our guest here. We got about uh, twenty-five minutes here left with Chase. I mean, you know, you could have went in your boss office and say, "Hey, man, you don't put me on workless comp. I'm going to body slam your ass on your desk." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice, but that man made three of me. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, I just, I just, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there. So, right. Uh, I had to pick a battle. Plus, how's he going to lift him? How's he going to lift him with a bad arm anyway? I come. Right. Well, exactly. that's where you put the, that's where you put the ejector seat underneath this chair. But that's uh that's another uh-huh. story for another nice. time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions uh, now. Uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, uh, a kind of a. A tougher question that I, I ask all independent wrestlers that come on the show, and no one has asked it, answered it the same way. So I'm going to put it to you. It's a two-part question. First part of the question: 
if uh, you were to get the call from the WWE and you know, and they offer you a million dollar contract, you know, because with the WWE they say you do this, you can't do this, you go here, you can't go there, you can't talk to them, you can't do this, you can't do that, blah 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 blah, whatever. As an independent wrestler, you control your own destiny and do what you want with uh, within uh, agreement with the promoter. So if the WWE were to offer you that contract, is that something you would do? A two part question. Is that something that you want to do? And B, when you do get that million dollar contract, would you not big time us and still be uh, still be friends with us and let us talk to you? Uh, yes. If I got a call from WWE, I would more than likely go. I tell people no, but at the same time, when you're an independent wrestler, your number one goal is always WWE because if you're 25, then obviously 25 years ago, you wasn't thinking about AEW. So, yes, I would more likely go to WWE. Uh, would I still talk to people? Yeah, I probably would because I remember when I had nothing. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't make me no better than anybody else. That's awesome. And, uh, also, my next question, we're going to go back around the room again. Uh, you know, every wrestler has a great finishing maneuver. Now, we want to know what yours is called, what's involved, and then we'll see if one of us will let you practice it on us. You know, mine is actually really easy. Um, Burt Prentice from uh, USA Championship Wrestling gave me a real simple one. Crossbody from the top. That's it. The crossbody <laughs> from the top. Wow. Yep, that that's it. it. There's nothing, nothing fresh about it. Crossbody. <laughs> well, I keep it simple, would you ever man. Think of, well, would you ever think of like naming it like um, uh, the Icon Out or uh, uh, <laughs> the Icon Gotcha or the High Flying Con or something? You know, I was actually thinking about something when I very first. You know, decided like, hey, this is going to be it. And then I asked my son what it should be called, and he just looked at me and he said, crossbody. I'm like, right, whatever, man. We'll do that. <laughs> so that's what it came out to be. And, uh, you know, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a, you know, like a high flyer, like a Rey Mysterio, a, a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or do you have that grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, that's a good question. I kind of, um, through the years, when I was in high school, I, I learned the technical side of things. So I have that to, under my belt. And then, like, if you was to watch me the other night, then you would think that I watched a lot of Rey Mysterio or some bull crap like that, which, honestly, I don't watch the product now. But anyway, kind of in between everything. I, I, I pick and choose who from each one I want, but if I was to look at one wrestler and be like, that's who I look up to, then it would be Chase Stevens. Um, that's that's the one person that I actually look up to, him and my dad. So if you look at me, a lot of my stuff, I want to look like Chase Stevens or early Chase Stevens from TNA. Mm. All right. Uh, we got uh, Chase Burton as our guest here. We got, I don't know, about 20 minutes here or so left, uh, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. So <laughs> with – with your, uh, you know, with your time in the business and, uh, you know, what you're doing and where you want to go, where do you see yourself, uh, what is your goal in, say, the next couple of years with your career? Where where do you see yourself? That's a little bit of a hard one. Man, you guys are asking some pretty good questions. Um, honestly, 
I like to feel like I've already did all my goals, so that's why I'm like kind of eh about returning and kind of eh about where I'm going to go in the future. But obviously, I just I would more likely just want to be on a one WWE show and one AEW show. I don't care if that's been an extra or rest or whatever. I just want you know be there. I want to feel that I feel like I've done everything else. <laughs> well, you but you do got to admit though, and you can tell us true. Being on uh, being on the radio with the icon was on your bucket list, and you're finally able to scratch that off. That was your biggest goal, right? You know, I'm not going to lie. That's actually been something that's been on the counter for, I think, over almost a year now, if I'm not mistaken, ever since I got back from Canada. <laughs> that's right, because uh, as a matter of fact, I, I, I booked you one year ago, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, and something came up. I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was work or something, family. Man, I got Alvaro's memory like it ain't nothing. So I mean, I I forgot what the reasoning was, but that's how I know that you know it's been a year. <laughs> well, what happened was what happened was I remember this. I, I remember this uh, specifically. You uh, you had list the week before you were supposed to be on. You had listened to the show and you heard that the big swing liked Alexa Bliss and Edge, and you said I'm not going to be on with him. So we it took a year to get you back. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, right? <laughs> So obviously he's not uh, he he's not a fan of the two greatest blondes to ever uh, grace the ring. Then I mean I said I was a fan of Chase Stevens. Mm, I don't <laughs> know. Edge and Bliss, man. I don't know if Edge were still around, or or if Edge were his rated R Edge that I love so much in today's day and age. If him and Bliss were to get together, which would be a perfect heel couple. Uh, that that would be a match made in heaven, man. That would be amazing. But you know, it is what it is. I think if we're talking about best blonde wrestlers, I think personally, going back to Chase Stevens, the two underrated that I think that's ever been there is obviously Chase Stevens and Chris Michaels. I mean, think about it. These guys have already made yeah, half of your Michaels, wrestling yeah. games. I mean, they've made yeah, half of your Michaels. wrestling games. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they have, you know how yeah. good you're going to be to be a motion capture for every one of the wrestling games? These guys are doing it. That, that's true. That, yeah, I mean, they, they, they don't just put anybody in the games, so that that is true. All right. Uh, so, have, them two. Uh, have, uh, sorry, uh, Chase. We have Chase Britton as our oh, guest. We have a few more minutes here left with you. Uh, real quick so we can get this in. Uh, if uh, our fans wanted to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a GoFundMe, you got a Twitch. What do you got? <laughs> I actually have every single bit of that, but what um, I just deleted my Facebook because you know I'm trying to like you know kind of do different stuff other than stay on media all day. But if you want to follow me, then follow me on Instagram. So uh, you can find that. At, I think it's uh, Chase Britain 2.0. Okay. And yeah, see, yeah definitely, definitely look looked that up. Yeah, see, I was wondering what happened with your Facebook because uh, all of a sudden I dropped from 5,000 friends to 4,999. Uh, 4, now I know why. Well, yeah, that in my phone, like, talks <clears throat> everybody. Like, about an hour ago, like, I actually deleted the, the Messenger app on an accident because I was trying to clear out the data on my phone. And then doing that, which I just deactivated Facebook, it blocked everybody. I'm talking all my baby moments, so they all got mad. I'm talking about my dad, so he got mad. So if you're if you're not unblocked yet, just give me about 20 minutes and you will be. 
All right, and then uh, real quick here before we go, uh, we did send you a – I did send you a liner. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take care of that now. Uh, I'll give you a five-second countdown, and then you can read that, and then we'll uh, record it. Then we have to do a couple things we can do that. Okay, so it's – hey, this is Chase Britton and then the rest of the stuff, right? Right, right. Yep, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, all right, Just tell me when and I'll say it. Yeah, sure. All right, five. Four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Chase Britton. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and the Granny Holster. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Now, I got a really quick question for him, Icon, before we let him go. He mentioned USA Championship Wrestling. Now, I have a lot of friends that used to wrestle for a company called Traditional Championship Wrestling that I believe wrestles for this company. And you might know a lot of those guys. Oh, boy. (laughs) Matt Riviera, have you ever heard of him? Yes, I actually like that dude. I got to spend a night in his house one time. Yes, good guy. Uh, So I'm sure you know the golden boy, Greg Anthony, because he does shows over in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Never met him, but I do know him. I got him. I usually have him okay. on Facebook. Okay, because he's a personal friend of mine. What about Tim Tim Storm? He's from Texas, but I mean. Did you say Tim Thorn? Tim Storm, S T O R M. Oh yeah, like yeah, Storm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so I, you I, know I, a lot I, of you know. Well, see, they can tell you a lot of things about Granny. Now, Matt. You know, when he was running TCW down in Fort Smith, Arkansas, you know, I mean, I've been on a lot of episodes of traditional championship wrestling. I mean, I even had my own queen of TCW Granny Holster shirt. I mean, that's how popular Granny was at TCW. But I'm sure, but yeah, like I said, a lot of that, when you mentioned USA Championship Wrestling, because I'm friends with Bert on Facebook, I've never been made it down to see one of their shows. I've had a lot of invites to come down and I would love to. I've always wanted to go down and see one of Greg's shows, but I haven't made the opportunity yet to do that. I'll be completely honest. Uh, Burt Prentice with the uh, USA Championship Wrestling, they don't like me, but hands down, if you want to see some good wrestling, then I would definitely go to Lebanon, Tennessee and check out Burt's show. They don't like yeah, me. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, he... But. He sent me several invites, and I would, I would, I would love, I would love to go. Yeah, but I've known Matt and Tim and uh, Greg Anthony for years. Um, King Shane Williams, he used to wrestle a lot <laughs> in Tennessee, and and do you know him too? Oh yeah, personally. Oh yeah, well, he, him and Queen Taylor are personal friends of mine as well. So, you know yeah, a lot of wrestlers that I know then. Well, yeah, see, one of the last times I ever got drunk, I tried to drink uh, Shane and Taylor under the table, and I don't think it worked out to my favor. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Now, I had to ask you that because when you said USA Championship Wrestling, I thought, oh, I bet he knows a lot of guys that I know then. So. Oh, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably do. Well, well you would, you you, would we... like to said. You would love messing with Granny then, because I I tell you, you would love messing with me then. We would have a lot of fun playing with each other. Just message me on Facebook or Instagram, and I'm right there. Just message me on Facebook or Instagram, and I'm right there. Just not the Facebook itself. I I got the message. (laughs) 
Yep, I will. I will. Uh, I will look you up and and see if I can find you. But yeah, you, and I'll and you need to check out um, wrestling. You need to come to Oklahoma, and we need to get you to Oklahoma wrestling for a cause. And I agree with that. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Chase, you've been awesome, and uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, uh, hopefully, uh, if you can, uh, you can maybe uh, send us a few autographs for our giveaways for our big December show when you get those. And uh, that'd be awesome, and we appreciate uh, you taking time to join us. It took us a year, but uh, hopefully we can get you back on again at some point. Uh, but make, we'll make sure it's uh, a little less than a year. Most definitely, I would love to come back on. Maybe next time I'll be a little bit more talkative because I'm, you know, wouldn't be so hurt, you know. <laughs> so, well, next you time know, I'll, I'll be what, a little bit better. A lot of guests get speechless when they talk to the icon, so it's it's I'm used to it. You know, that's probably it. That's probably it. Probably not the concussion I got the other night. I don't know, but you know. <laughs> All right, Chase. Thanks, bud. You have a great night. Appreciate it. You guys do too. Chase Britton, ladies and gentlemen, a great, great guy, and a handsome guy, and a great wrestler at the same time. So uh, that is true. Our, our next guest should be on. They are. I'm uh, just going to get a quick word in from our sponsors. For those of you who know the Hart family, if they are, you know, if, if you're a wrestling fan at all, obviously, of course, you're going to know the Hart family. Uh, SharpshooterFunding.com. That is their company. Uh, First Down Funding is the United States version of that company. And uh, the Hart family is one of the biggest sponsors of this show, one of the biggest ambassadors and supporters of this show. And uh, this is their this is their little dude ditty. <laughs> Again, go on and check them out, sharpshooterfunding.com, for all of your funding needs. Uh, again, big shout-out to the Hart family for being such great supporters uh, of this show. Such a great family they are. Um, Icon, yes, we do have another caller on the line here, 317 number. Yep, right. Yep. All righty. So I'm going to uh, jump on mute real quick, and I'm going to put them through and let you do your th- Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, this particular female wrestler is known as the Beautiful Nightmare, and she will definitely give you bad dreams for the rest of your life after stepping in the ring with her. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Charlie Cruel, the Beautiful Nightmare. Hey, Charlie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Now, tell me, was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever had? That is the best in-ring introduction, I have to say. That was pretty good. There we go. We got uh, Charlie Cools, our guest. She's going to take us to the end of the show. Uh, hopefully, uh, I know it's last minute, but hopefully you'll be able to stay with us uh, up until the top of the hour. Uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and joining us on Short Notice. Uh, 
so what we'll do here is we'll have you give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, then I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll kind of do a little roundtable here. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, and we'll uh, talk to you. All right, awesome. Um, a little background about myself. I grew up. I grew up in Clayton, Indiana. That is about 30 minutes from downtown Indianapolis. Um, it's a small country town. Everybody knows everybody there. <clears throat> I lived in my grandma's home for almost my entire life. Growing up, all I ever wanted to be was a wrestler. Um, I couldn't, I mean, before I wanted to be a wrestler, I wanted to be like a singer or like somebody on Broadway. But when I started realizing what wrestling was and I started having that passion and dedication for it, I mean, that's all I ever wanted to be. That's all I ever dreamed about being was just a professional wrestler for this business and an entertainer for the whole world to see one day. And it's a very long journey, but I'm very passionate and dedicated to get there one day. I have this huge drive that, I mean, I, it just will never go away. And um, more about me, I train at the Jeffersonville Arena at, for Grindhouse Pro Wrestling. Um I created my character pretty much based off of serial killers. I know it's weird. A lot of people were like, wow, serial killers. Um, I just think it's they're interesting people. <laughs> they're obviously not good people, but they have this, like, craziness about them that's, like, people always ask the questions, why do they kill? And I want people to look at me and be like, why is Charlie cool like this? So that's a little bit of uh, info on me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, with that being said, I don't think I'm going to ask you out for a date anytime soon. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm kidding. Uh, we, we can go out anytime you want. But anyway, uh, so uh, my first question for you is with your time and tenure in the business, how many different companies have you uh, been with? How many different promotions? And who are you currently with? Oh, um I've been with a lot of different kinds. Um, <clears throat> a lot of ones I kind of stay with that I've done more than just one show with has been Emerge Wrestling in Columbus, Indiana. I've obviously Grindhouse Pro Wrestling in my home set. I've wrestled there. I'm currently their women's champion. Um, I wrestle for Girl Fight Wrestling, which is usually a traveling company. Usually they stay at the Jeffersonville Arena, but sometimes they'll, like, have a show in, like, Tennessee or somewhere. Um, I've wrestled for... Berwyn Championship Wrestling in Berwyn, Illinois. Um, I currently am going to be doing the Rise Seminar for Rise because that's one of my dreams is to get on Rise one day and shimmer. Um, I just wrestle for all different kinds. I don't really, like, I don't think I really stay with a certain kind, um, but there's been t those that I've wrestled more than just one time with. So, so, with that all being said, and I, you know, I'm kind of looking at your look, and we're we're going to get to your uh, costume a, a, a little bit later. Uh, we got uh, the beautiful nightmare Charlie Kuhn on with us. We got about uh, 45 minutes here left with Charlie because we got a lot of questions. Uh, but with with your uh, character, your persona, would you consider yourself to be a, a baby face, a heel, an in betweeny, or do you let the crowd decide what you're going to be? Um, I honestly, 
it's really whatever um, the fans are feeling at that moment because if I go out there and I get cheered, you know, what am I going to be, you know? But um, a lot of times, a lot of places book me as a heel because my look is obviously not a baby face figure. Um, I really go, I mean, I can be either Charlie Cool. It can be a serial killer baby face where she's just crazy and she wants to, um, you know, kill the bad ones. Or she can be the heel where <laughs> she just wants to literally murder people. And it, she doesn't matter how she does it, she just wants to murder them. But, um, Come on. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, in between, I guess, because, I mean, I don't stay. There's been places where I've been baby faces and a lot of places where I've been heels, so it's just either. Well, you know, with that wow. being said, uh, we have Charlie Fools, our guest here, the beautiful nightmare. Uh, Granny, she said that she can sometimes be a heel. So what do you have for our guest? Well, hello, I, this is Granny, and like I said, I'm I'm not a wrestler, but I, I love the sport. I'm a huge fan, I and and when I deal with the heels, I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels, especially <laughs> lady. He, I mean, especially lady wrestlers. I mean, we have this one girl in Oklahoma that comes to wrestling for a cause. We uh, they do wrestling shows for kids that've got cancer over in Oklahoma. Great organization. I love being a part of it. Um, she comes out with a guy by the name of the Definition of Definition Double D. I call him Double Dork. And she is known as the rightful queen, Erica. I have fun calling her a phony queen because I don't, you know, I have fun messing with him. But what has been, my question to you, what has been your most challenging match you've ever had to do in your career? Um, Most challenging, um... Honestly, any triple threat, <laughs> triple threats are pretty challenging to be in. They're challenging yeah. to um, put together. Um, I will say probably um, I don't know any match specifically because I'm still very new in my career. So there's been matches where, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't had that many matches in my entire life. Like I've been over 100, okay. but like. Get me in, like, two more years. I'll probably have, like, an incredible story about, like, okay, this match happened. and This is crazy. Um, I will tell you a story where, like, I made somebody so mad that they threw Coca-Cola on me. Um, oh, that my. happened. So do you think you'd be that fan where you would, like, throw Coca-Cola on me? <laughs> I just I don't think I throw I, – I, I don't throw anything. I don't throw anything. I mean, Granny's been around this business long enough. I do not throw things at people. But now, she, however, does have, she, does have a, she does have a hurricane that uh, she got into Canada. That's why it's called a hurricana. And uh, I mean, yeah, if uh, I mean if you if you rub Granny the wrong way, you know she'll hit you with well, a hurricane. Well, now, now I found. Hold right on, hold on. Don't be different. lying. Don't be lying to our guests. Don't be telling stories to our guests. I have never used my cane on a wrestler, but what I can tell you. Is Tommy Dreamer used my cane on Matt Riviera at the last traditional championship wrestling show in Fort Smith, Arkansas, back in 2013. I still have that cane, by the way. And, uh, you know, I, you know, he actually used that cane and took it out of my hand. So when Tommy Dreamer comes and takes something out of your hand, you just don't stop Tommy Dreamer from doing that. Me personally, I've never hit anybody with anything. 
because I don't want to get kicked out of the building, but you know, but I can talk some pretty good smack when I have to. Now I got I got a funny story to tell you. I went to a wrestling show in Fayetteville, Arkansas last weekend, and Devil Dork, that got his tag team partner, Colt Kilbane. Colt is always telling me to sit down and shut up. Well, he told me if I didn't sit down and shut up, he, he was going to revoke my mashed potato privileges at the retirement home. Oh, wow. Yo, that's amazing. That is awesome. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what? I'm yeah, going to tell Colt Kilbane when I, I see him. So in, when I see him in a couple weeks, I'm going to tell him, <laughs> say, "Well, go ahead and go ahead and revoke my mashed potato privileges because I'm not a big fan of mashed potatoes, but you can't take my sweet potatoes." So. Right. <laughs> well, actually, I did. Um, I did just come up with, or not come up with. I did just think of a, like a really like tough match that I would have to be in. Um. My boyfriend is also a wrestler. He goes by the name of Kira, and we did a tag match once where um, we went against someone very, like, both of them were very, very green. Like, we're green, but they're very, very green. Like, they're more green than we are. And we got to the point where, like, my boyfriend wanted to be the baby face, and I wanted to be the heel. So we're like, all right, well, let's do this instead. And so after the match, when he cost us the win, I kicked him in the nuts. And the Ooh. second time we had a mixed tag match, um, I went for to kick him in the nuts, and he grabbed my leg, spin me around, and German suplexed me. So that oh my. was that. Yeah, he's definitely my someone. To yeah, it was pretty awesome. I love like working with but him. But you you, you sound like you'd be a lot of fun for Granny to play with, you know, at the show. I mean, you know, I I've been told I've been told by by various wrestlers and even fans that I they enjoy coming and watching the show because I help make it fun for everybody. I mean, I try to make it fun for everybody, you know, especially for somebody that's never been to a wrestling show. They don't know who to boo, who to cheer for. I said, just watch me. I can I can tell you, you know, what to do. And and so I've been told that it's, you know, I've I've even been thanked numerous times by wrestling companies. Say, man, we we're glad you were here today, Granny, because you helped get the crowd going, or you helped make it fun for all of us. And so I mean, I've I've had this gimmick name probably for about 19 years, and I've got an original shirt that says, "What you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you?" Mm-hmm. Which I still have. That's awesome. Well, we do always appreciate fans that are like that, that really get into um, the matches. Not, like, aggressively to where, like, we need to think about our life here, like, our bodies and stuff. Because, like, I mean, there's been people who has tried to attack me or people that I've known because, like, they they didn't like that we called them a few names. <laughs> um but yeah, we do appreciate that a lot. Well, I don't get ag- I don't get aggressive with the wrestlers because I have too many health issues. But like I said, I know what I, I know what Granny, Granny knows what her limits are. I know what I can do and what I can't do. So you're safe on that end. But but give me the opportunity <laughs> to talk some smack to you. I might tell you something to your face you might not like to hear. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, we got the beautiful nightmare here, uh, Charlie Cool, with us, uh, and uh, she's gonna take us to the uh, top of the hour. Uh, we got about uh, well about thirty five minutes left with her, uh, forty five if uh, 
if we don't uh, scare her away. But uh, uh, Vince, if you what, what don't you scare her here? away, um, well, one of the things that I ask uh, a lot of the independent wrestlers we we talk to uh, is the same question, but it, it's always more curious for me uh, with a female wrestler, just because it's it's a sport that um, you know, un- unfortunately is is male driven I, I know that a lot of the females are starting to come up now more i mean especially in wwe they're starting to really focus on that but uh it's not a sport that a lot of girls coming up you know get into and i was just wondering how you decided like what what was your path was there anybody that you idolized i mean was there any inspirations for you that sort of uh led you down the path to go into this business well first um I think, like, wrestling did start off as a male-dominant sport. Yes, there are more males. Than it did males start that way, the... yes. Yes, but right now, I I don't see it as just a male-driven sport. When I think of wrestling, I think of women and men. Even, like, transgender. I mean, it's for anybody. It's for anybody of any color, any size, any kind. But um, how I It has started... become that way now, yes. Yes, has been now. But, like, when I first started... Um, even getting into it, like a lot of people has denied me, has doubted me because I'm a female. So, I mean, it did start that way. And when I started in the business, they did tell me right away, you know, hey, this is a male-driven sport. So don't, you know, don't get discouraged if people are only going to want to be your fan or book you because of your looks or what you have. Um, um, one thing when I started in this business, what kind of passioned me, um, I can't, like, there's a story where me and my brothers used to wrestle a lot when we were younger, just on the floor, and we'd break each other's, like, we'd break, like, lamps, and my brothers got hurt before, because we just go, we used to have a trampoline, and we used to wrestle a lot in that trampoline, just with each other, we didn't put on any show or anything, like, it was literally just us, and well, it started off with um, the neighborhood kids would come over and wrestle with my brothers, and I ended up um, getting in the mix with that. Well, when we ended up, like, breaking our trampoline um, and getting rid of it, we took the matches to the indoors. So my mom did not like that. We broke her lamps. We broke so much stuff because we huh. just we would wrestle around and, like, pick each other up. And I would obviously be, be like, the easiest one to pick up at situations like that. Um, but that kind of, like, started the spark. But I didn't realize what wrestling really was until I was about 11 years old. Um, I was – I just came in and I started watching it one day. And I was like, this is awesome. I can't remember exactly what match I looked – I watched first. But something just sparked my fire, and I was like, I want to, you know, I want to do this one day. Like, this is pretty cool. At first, I was like, okay, maybe this can be something I can do down the road. And as time went on, the passion just started growing more and more. I started buying more merch. I started watching all kinds of matches. I started buying wrestling DVDs and wrestling books. And I didn't even like to read. Like, I still don't like to read. But I'll, I'll buy, like, wrestling books and wrestling movies and like all this kind of stuff and then I just started growing into it more to where like when I was 17 I was like mom I need to start training I started working out when I was a little bit younger because like I was like I want to (laughs) like I want to you know get to that level one day and I always knew I would watch their like like workout videos and stuff and 
eventually my mom was like, okay, we'll get you some training, but we can't get you in the ring training because we don't have anywhere to go. Because like I said, I'm from a small country town. I'm, I'm still, I was still in school at that time. So I couldn't really do much. I couldn't start young like I really wanted to. And so she just got me in jujitsu and kickboxing training for about two years. And when I decided to leave that, that's when I graduated high school and I decided to go down to Jacksonville, Indiana to train with Grindhouse Pro Wrestling. And eventually, um, like two years later, I decided to move here because it's easier for me to get to and from where I train. I can be around more people that wrestle and I can travel more, jump in a car, get in a car load, all of that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what started it. Uh, Passion-wise, when it comes to wrestlers, uh, AJ Lee, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, um, those three are, I would say, are the main ones, I would say. Yes, AJ Lee, Dean Ambrose, and Jeff Hardy have been, well, Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, but Dean Ambrose, all of that, you know, they just, it all just, they inspired me the most to do what I wanted to do. Do you, do you um, possibly, uh, you know, take a little bit of that influence and perhaps maybe model your style a little bit after uh, the three of them? Or like, like, what would you say your style is the most? Or, or if you have somebody that it would be similar to, or are you really just, you know, unique in, in your own way? Um, I would say I wasn't, I mean, when you look at my pictures and then you look at like John Moxley and AJ and all that, like I look nothing like them. <laughs> like they're not wearing blood on their face and they're not like a maniac serial killer. They don't call themselves oh, a true, nightmare yeah. or anything. But like AJ has inspired my gimmick a little bit. Like when mainly she inspires my promos. When I do promos, the reason why, I get told all the time, like, your promos are so good. You get so you get so emotion and all of that in there is because of her. Because, oh, like, okay. nonstop, besides her matches, I've watched, like, every single promo from her indie, from her independent days to her retirement days, I've watched her promos nonstop. She, her promos are what, her promos and her character and her emotion is what driven me to put this character of mine together. So if I ever get a chance to meet her, the first thing I would say would be thank you. Awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. Have, uh, I mean, that's, that, that's cool because AJ Lee, AJ Lee was, I remember watching her. She was, she was awesome. So yeah, that, that's great. Mm-hmm. We got the Charlie Cool here with us. We got about uh, 20 minutes here left with you. Uh, now I'm going to ask you uh, a few of the tougher questions I usually ask. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll let you uh, uh, promote yourself a little bit on how we can find you. But uh, when you um, got into wrestling, you know, uh, we all know that as a wrestler, the big dance is, uh, you know, it's AE now or the WWE or NXT or uh, any of, you know, any of those three. Now, and as an independent wrestler, you know, you control your own destiny, you go here, you go there, you do what you want, you say what you want, you do, you control your own destiny. But the WWE, they control all aspects of your life. You do this, you don't do this, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Two-part question. 
Now, if they were to call you and uh, after they saw you at an event or something and they wanted to give you a contract and offer you that million-dollar contract, A, is that something that you do, want to do? And B, if you do get to that goal, would you not big-time us and still chat with us? I would always take time to still chat with you guys. Um, yeah. Um, wow, you're not kidding. That was a hard question. <laughs> um, it's a loaded well, when I get, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, obviously, like, WWE has been my dream, my goal. Like, when I started watching wrestling, I didn't even know what independent wrestling was until about 2016, and I was about 18 at the time, and that's when I found out what independent wrestling was. And that, like, oh, so I have to go to this stage first, and then I'll go to this stage. Like, that's when I found out what that really was. And that's when I went to my first independent wrestling show was in 2016. And that's when I made a lot of connections there. Um, But when I get to, like, what was the, like, what was A? What was the question A? Well, if the WWE offered you a million-dollar contract, that's something you do where they control your life. You know, you got to go, like, I was always told, you got to go where the money goes. Um, like, controlling my life, that's, that's a hard one because, I mean, like I said, like, WWE has been my main goal and my dream since I was a kid. Yeah, I get they probably control people's lives, but just think of it this way. You're still going to be on TV. You're still going to be getting paid. You're still getting that exposure, you're still make, doing meet and greets and doing all of this, like going to WrestleMania and being backstage and stuff like that. Like, you're still going to be having good out of, you know, being controlled or, you know, all of that. Like, so there's still good out of that. I don't mind um, if I go there, maybe they won't like – Charlie cool. Maybe they want to change me up and stuff like that. I'm not going to say no. You know, like I'm getting paid a lot of money. Um, I still get to live my dream and travel everywhere. You know, there's still good that comes out of that. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't see. A lot of people just want to focus on the negative of WWE when there's a lot of positive to it, too. And see that, now that's awesome. I, I like that answer. Now, the other question I have for you, then I want to kind of get, in, get into your look and your costume because it, it, it's, like, it's just like so awesome and I really like it. i got to ask you about it. But, uh, you know, when you, uh, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself – this is also a two-part question, sorry. When you, when you wrestle, are, are, would you consider yourself a, a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio, a doctor like Bret Hart, or do you have that grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin – and then uh, also, uh, adding on to that, uh, every wrestler has a great finish maneuver. What is yours? What is it called? What's involved? And then we'll see if anyone wants to volunteer to practice it on us. Um, the first one, well, I'm definitely not a high flyer. You're not going to see me do a moonsault anytime soon. Um, and if I ever do, then, uh, hey, I did that. That's pretty cool. But when you look at me... You're not going to think high flyer. I do a lot of strikes. Um, I'm I'm a lot of character. I do a lot of character work. 
So when you see me, just like I'm going to – my whole goal is going in there and beating the holy hell out of you um, to make you scared of me, you know, to get that fear out of you. But, yeah, um, striker is more of what I would, you know, label myself. If I would label myself, I would say a striker because I do, do a lot of kicks. Um, a very aggressive – striker is what I would like to call myself. Next question, um, second part. What was the second part again? Because I have such a bad you're finishing, you're finishing, you're finishing maneuver. What's your call and what's your goal? Gotcha. Um, I call it the cruel reality or welcome to your cruel reality. I, it usually would go with, it's like a side backstabber, um, I've seen it on TV once, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I want to try that. I started trying it, and people were like, that's really cool. I like that. So I kind of grabbed them up to where, like, I don't know even how to explain it. Like, I grabbed them up, and then I jump by two, back bump. I'm pretty much doing the entire bump, you know, and I give them the backstabber. It's like a side backstabber, though. But it's definitely, like, to me, it's pretty easy. But, like, to everyone else, they're like, oh, my God, that's pretty awesome. The first time I ever did it to anybody, I remember somebody in the audience, and uh, excuse my cussing, but he said, oh, my God, that's fucking. So, and then I was like, hey, I kind of like this. They they dug it. They liked it. And so I'm going to keep it. So I call it the Welcome to Your Cool Reality. And I do, as a submission type, I do this, like, this ankle lock, and I call it um, the cruel and unusual punishment. And then I lay down and get that emotion, and I've won a few matches with that move. Wow, that that does sound devastating. Now, now we're going to get into the uh, uh, the the question. Now, I actually had a few people uh, actually test me and want me to ask this question too, so it's coming from them as well. Uh, the, your in-ring look, you know, you got the cool face paint thing going, you know, you kind of got the, the fishnet stockings and you got the, the, uh, spider web, uh, arm wrist things, whatever they're called. Uh, tell us about how you developed your look. Um, when I first started, I didn't know what look I really wanted. Um, I, Honestly, how what started the whole triangles on my eyes was literally I was just scrolling through Google and I found it and I was like, that's cool. I'm going to try that. When I tried it, it just kind of stuck. So it just kind of became my look. Um, At first, I wasn't the bloody maniac serial killer that um, carried the knife to the ring and off to her mask. Um, I... Got obviously, I got my inspiration from serial killer documentaries. Now, I'm not telling people like I, I think serial killers are so cool. No, they're not cool. Obviously, they they have taken lives and stuff. But like, it's they're interesting people. Like, why do they do? What goes on in their mind when they're doing kills? And that's what I want people to do. That's what I want people to do. When they see me wrestle and everything, I want them to see me and be like, what is going on in her mind right now? Why is what, Why does she act like this? Why does she carry a knife, a bloody knife to the ring? Why does she want to kill people with it? Um, 
I've always, the whole red and black sequence, I've always loved the colors red and black. Yes, I did get the inspiration from Harley Quinn. She is my favorite uh, comic book character. So I got the inspiration from that. But eventually, um, my next gear is not going to be red and black. It's going to be different colors. But right now, like I, I stuck with the red and black kind of deal. And the fishnet stockings, at first, like, what's so funny about this is that, like, when I first started, I didn't wear any fishnet stockings at all. I didn't have any. Um, I think Randy West said, uh, Randy West and a few others told me, she's they're like, you know, you need to wear, you should be wearing, like, stockings or something like this. So they kind of, like, and I was like, okay. So I started wearing, like, uh, tan, you know, skin color kind of, um, stockings and eventually I was my mom bought me these like these like different kind of stockings and I was like this is kind of cool so I wore it and I was like something's not right like it doesn't look good on me like I don't like it I'm not feeling it so I started ripping them up and people were like why are you ripping up your tights that's like a waste of money and I said because I want to see what it would look like on me and I ripped it up, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, okay, this looks a little bit better. Let's go. So eventually, like, it just sucked to where, like, I would rip up my tights. And if the, if they have, like, a certain design on them to where, like, I like it, then I won't rip it up. And if they rip, then, I mean, oops, like, it didn't, it wasn't my fault. Um, yeah, but I love the whole face and stocking thing. Um, the blood on my face. I, 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 I actually kind of do, too. It's It's actually pretty... It's a, it's actually kind of got like uh, a uh, mysterious, uh, sexy, cool look to it. You know the the different ones you 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 know you you have. You know um, mm-hmm. now you have you have three pictures on your profile that I want to ask you about, and then we'll kind of go back around the room. We got uh, the beautiful nightmare, and she is beautiful. Uh, and we have about uh, twenty minutes left here with her till the top of the hour. Uh, the three uh, the three pictures I want to ask you about. Uh, first one, there's a picture where you're hugging a little kid. Now, was this a kid you were protecting the audience, or was he trying to protect you, or hide from a wrestler? What was going on there? Oh, you're talking about the one that emerged. Um, yes, the um, that picture. No, like um, that was after a battle royal, and I was. That was um, before I became a maniac serial killer. That was just the beautiful nightmare Charlie Cruel. That wasn't the she's a maniac serial killer. The beautiful nightmare Charlie Cruel. Like that was before all of that crazy. But I mean, if I'm babyface and I'm a good guy or whatever, I'm gonna hug kids. It's it's what they want. They want that still. They want that connection with the good guys. And I was just um, I got eliminated. Um, after I eliminated one of my um, closest friends in the wrestling business, actually, I eliminated him. And then I got eliminated right after. And everyone, so many people were, like, devastated. And when I was walking away, the kid just gave me a hug, and I hugged him back. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. So that's that story on that. And I'll admit, I want to be that kid. Uh, the next uh, next uh, photo I want to ask you about is uh, there's a photo here where you're in the ring with my uh, hero, uh, Scott Hall. Where, oh, wow. where was that? And how did that go? When I found out that I was going to be in the ring with Scott Hall, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I marked out a little bit. I mean, he's Scott Hall. He's a legend in WWE. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, 
if somebody said that they shared a ring with somebody like that and they didn't mark out at all, then they're they're freaking lying. Okay, you need to mark out a little bit with stuff like that. Um, so what happened was I was um, I used to be the bodyguard for Jason Saint. Um, he's always been he was my manager for a long time, and eventually we started doing this little bodyguard gimmick where it was funny because I'm so little and he'd make me like like get in front of him when it would come to these like bigger guys and they'd look at me like okay what the hell are you gonna do so we like Jason was even like joking around like what if he gives you razor's edge are you gonna take it I would be like hell yes I would take that in a heartbeat that would be so awesome and I would probably want to retire after that because that would make my entire life um what happened was originally we were just doing a Saints Row and what started into Saints Row was Rebel just got done with her match from TNA and I ran in, attacked her, got her out of the ring. So Scott Hall came down, we announced Saints Row, he announced Jason announced Scott Hall to the ring. Um, Scott Hall brought, brought Rebel into the ring and I'm I'm this bad bitch that like nobody you know, nobody liked and you know, at one point, I think Scott Hall, like, grabbed Jason or something. I can't remember exactly what happened. And I got in front of Jason, and I did this, like, stare down with the bad guy. <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is pretty cool. But on the outside, I was very serious. I was like, oh, good. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. He was, a, he was a really good guy. Not too long after, I think I went to Days of the Dead, and I saw him there because he was doing a, a convention with him and Kevin Nash were doing something there. And I saw him. I told him, like, we had to leave right after because we had another show to go to because this was during the day, and then we had another another show, another outdoor show that same day that we went to. And so I didn't get to really talk to him much as I wanted to. And there, when I saw him, like, like a week after – um, I thanked him and I got some advice from him. It was um, it was a very very cool moment that I will hold close to my heart forever. Uh, we have the uh, beautiful nightmare here, Charlie Tool here with us. We got about uh, 15 minutes here left with uh, Charlie. Now the other question I want, uh, other photo I want to ask you about is there's uh, there's actually several pictures of you holding this this cute little pink title. Tell us about that. If you won that title, when you won it, then we can see if we can add that to our uh, our list of uh, guests that have won titles. I won it. Um, I won it at a Grindhouse show, a Grindhouse Sunday show um, versus Billy Starks. I we've been feuding literally since she made her debut in wrestling in like October. Um, the reason why like I turned heel there was because of her because I was like. I was the only female in Grindhouse, and then she comes in, and I'm like, okay, now I'm not the only female. Now this is, like, this is game on. Um, yeah, that title is my first title I've ever actually won, um, ever really won. So it was very – it meant a lot to me, and I still hold it to this day. Um, and when did you win that? To be honest, like, I can't remember the day because it was just one of our regular Sunday shows, so I can't remember the exact date. If it was, like, on a bigger show, like a Saturday show we usually would have, then I would remember right away. But since we have Sunday shows, like, every Sunday, it's kind of hard to, like, keep track of that. 
Um, I kind of regret not writing it down. I should have, but at the time I just didn't, and I regret that. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. I, I think you probably won it uh, when I started talking to you, uh, after I started talking to you, then after I got you booked for the show. So we're going to add that to our, our list of accomplishments. And uh, we are now, uh, with that, uh, at last check, we are 559-0. and 0. That's awesome. Which means that any guest that's been on the show, uh, uh, whether I booked them or they were on uh, before, and then they went for a title within a couple months, they won the title, we, we've never lost. And uh, we added you to the list. And there's one other thing I want to ask about, uh, ask you about, because I'm kind of like checking out your Facebook, and it's, it's really, really cool. But there's a, like this video uh, of you, and you're like talking to like a uh, a mask or you're in like some kind of trance or something. What the hell was going on there? So my mask has a name. Um, I named the mask Masuku and it's actually cause that's mask in Japanese. One thing me and my boyfriend love is we love the Japanese art. We love uh, wrestling, the Japanese wrestling. We love anime. We love a lot of Japanese stuff. So, and ma- Masuku is masuka in uh, Japanese, and that stands for mask, and mask in Japanese. But um, just so people wouldn't mess up the name, and it would be more a little bit more unique in my way, I call it Masuku. So Masuku is the mask that really, um, you always have these serial killers that has talked to a certain object or has talked to themselves or something like that. And that's what I do. I talk to Masuku, and it the mask tells me, you know, who to kill next, um, what to do next, who to be, how do I feel at that moment. That mask controls my entire life, my entire feelings. If I feel a certain way, that's the mask telling me how to feel. It It is like being in a trance when this mask is literally just a mask. You know what I mean? Like, so people just see it as just a mask, but to me, like, it's my entire life. Like, when I wrestle, I wrestle for that mask because that mask is telling me, you know, who to be, how to feel, what to be, you know, all of that. Well, you know, and I also will help hopefully eventually tell you that uh, you should go on a date with the icon, but that's... uh... We'll, we'll we'll figure that out later. Uh, okay. Now, I, I'm I'm so, I'm so into this interview. I can't remember. Did we do the promo already? Um, I don't think we have actually. I didn't know when to do that. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to count you down from five, and then uh, I'll uh, I'll have you. If we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that. Then we'll finish up the interview, and uh, uh, we'll uh, ask you a few more questions, and we'll go. Uh, we'll we'll end it. But uh, I'll count you down from five, and we'll go ahead and do that. Okay. All right, cool. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is the beautiful Nightmare Charlie Cruel. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. That was awesome. So, uh... Real quick here, uh, we got uh, Charlie, the beautiful Nightmare Cruel here with us. We got uh, well, we got about ten minutes left here uh, before they they kick us off the air. But uh, 
so we can get this in. If our fans wanted to check you out and uh, see what you're up to, uh, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a YouTube? You got a Twitter? You got a Twitch? You got a GoFundMe? What do you got? I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I have a YouTube. My everything is under at Carly Cool with a K. Um, everything you can find me on everything, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything is under Charlie Cruel at Charlie Cruel. Rest, uh, YouTube wise, it's just Charlie Cruel Wrestling. So if you can just look up Charlie Cruel, Charlie Cruel Wrestling, it should just pop up. Um, yeah, that'd be it. And uh, if uh, if our our fans wanted to uh, check you out in a, in a in a match uh, that are listening around uh, around the world here. Uh, and if they're in your area, when is your uh, next match? Where's it at? When is it? Uh, are tickets still available? Do you know who you're wrestling? What do you got on that? I don't know who I'm wrestling, but um, July 6th, I will be at Extreme Bombshell Wrestling in Michigan. Um, I know that's my next uh, my next show. I know I also posted on Facebook that a lot of people may um, asked me about is um, I did say I'm going to take a break from wrestling and I want to state that here um, what I mean by taking a break I mean you know taking a break from taking all of these bookings that like I need to focus more on training my character my gym ethic you know my workout my body everything like that it needs to come first before I just start blowing my calendar up with bookings so that's that's the most important part. So that's what I mean by taking a break is like I'm gonna finish up these bookings and if you see me that I'm gonna be somewhere, I'm definitely hundred percent gonna be there. Um but yeah, that's pretty much what I mean. And next year I'm hoping to make it the best year yet for Charlie. Awesome. Uh we got uh we got the beautiful nightmare and she is definitely beautiful. Uh I'm just uh it's 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 kind of cool uh, what she does in the ring uh, with her you know her in ring look and her costume. I mean it's just it's just awesome. But uh, before we go, guys, uh, do you got anything else for our guest, uh, Granny Big Swing? What do you got? Um, I don't have anything. Well, I mean, look, looking at it in in, in this regard. Um, the 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 gimmick that you that you do have you ever went sort of like like, like I, I know you you mo- you model yourself after you know you're interested in serial killers and things like that and you want to um have this sort of crazy character uh, I'm gonna go on and watch a lot more uh, of your stuff now but do you have like a dark element I mean have you ever incorporated any sort of you know Undertaker esque type elements into your act uh, or actually a good one would be um, uh, I believe her name is is uh, I gotta check it out she's in TNA um, Rosemary yeah Rosemary, Rosemary. A- any Rosemary type elements oh. into your act at all or I adore Rosemary I actually have watched a lot of her stuff so like her aggression what she does in the ring along with Sue Young like I take that and I study yep. it and I'm like okay so they do this but how can I do that but make it my own, you know, make it different? Um, so, yeah, um, making it different, just 
you know, I want to do what they do, you know, but just make it my own. Like, the thing with wrestling is it's okay to, like, everybody takes off everything in wrestling at, that's, at this point. Like, nothing's, like, 100% uh-huh. unique. But you can always take off something. You can always make it your own. Like, I, one day, I don't remember how I came up with having a mask. I think I was in um, a Halloween-type store called Caulfield's in Louisville, Kentucky, and I saw it, and I was like, that's pretty cool. It looks, it's red and black, like my favorite colors. I'm going to buy it and, and wear it tonight and see how it goes. And then all of a sudden, I just started brainstorming all of these ideas of, like, I need to have the mask, like, a name. I need to give the a mask a name. I need to talk to it. I need to have it pretty much, war- like, brainwash me. I need to worship it. I need to, you know, be in the ring and wrestle and kill for this mask. And people will never understand why. But that's the great part is, like, they're questioning, like, why is she talking to this mask? Why Why is this mask so important to her? You know, so it's just it's stuff like that, and it's character work. It's a lot of different things. And and well, I guess the last thing would be: Do you ever find yourself? Because I mean, obviously, talking to you now, you know, I you know, you're you're rather pleasant, and you know, seem like a nice person. But if you're going into a big event or a big, you know, like um, pay per view style event or or one of your bigger matches. Do you often find yourself being in your character like all week? Like um, an example of that would be like Heath Ledger when he played the Joker in The Dark Knight. He was the whole time they were filming that movie, he was basically in character, and you know, even in his everyday life, even if he didn't have the face paint on, he embodied that character in order to to nail the performance. I mean, do you uh, ever walk around as your character sometimes when you're not in the ring? I mean, if you're talking about, like, do I go and, like, kill people, like, legit kill Well, them, no, I don't mean like, that, but, I don't do you know, that. just, There's, you know, like, like, the mind state, you know? Yeah, like, don't tell the cops that, like, I actually killed somebody to get into my character only. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, like, like I said, like, I watch a lot of different serial killer documents. I've watched Jeffrey Dahmer. I've watched Ted Bundy. I watched Aline Wuornos and a lot of this other, like, stuff. I've watched horror movies because I love horror movies, and it helps inspire my inspiration for my character as well. Um, yeah, a lot of times, like, even at work, like, I'll be in the state of mind where I just focus on, like, nothing about, like, okay, if I see this, like, what would what would my character do in this situation? What would, I, my, what would Charlie Cruel do in this situation? So, yes. Uh, yes and no, yes, um, I do, but also no because, like, I mean, she's bloody. She's a maniac serial killer. There's not a way, like, I can actually do that without getting myself arrested. So, oh, right. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really cool. I, I, I really, I really dig that, you know, and, uh, you know, I also, uh, you know, we can't uh, thank you enough uh, for, you know, taking time out of your schedule tonight to uh, join us uh, on such short notice. And uh, uh, a couple of quick uh, ego questions because our fans knew that they were coming. The first one, uh, the icon had made you a cool little collector's card and sent it to you on Facebook Messenger. What did you think of that? 
That, I actually liked it. Um, I can't remember how long ago you sent it to me, but I looked at it. I believe I shared it on a few different occasions. Um, but I thought it was really cool. I do appreciate you making something like that for me. And then the other thing is, uh, uh, we got a, we got a big giveaway show coming up in December. Do you think you might be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways for our fans? Of course, definitely. I just need to know where to send it at, and I'll send them. All right, I will uh, I will send the address uh, to you on uh, Messenger, and then uh, you know, uh, uh, and uh, I also want to real quick here. I also want to appreciate you being one of the few female wrestlers that does not have a restraining order on me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, repeat that. Well, I was going to say I want to thank you for being one of the few female wrestlers that does not have a restraining order on me. Oh, um, it will happen eventually. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I promise Wait, I'll stop calling at like, two in the like, morning. That, that... Do people really have restraining orders on you? Do I have to like be worried? No, no. It's just a part of my character. But uh, all right, you know. that's good. But, uh, <laughs> I was about to say. Well, you you kind of just broke kayfabe there. Anyway. <laughs> I really like that. But anyway, uh, we have uh, Charlie Cool here, the beautiful nightmare. Uh, we do thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, uh, we will definitely have you on again. And uh, uh, I want to thank you for taking time, and uh, you're awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you, Charlie. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Charlie, cool. Well, that was, that was awesome. awesome. Guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, so that was... Hopefully, um... uh, Nate... hopefully hmm? this week won't be as stressful for me, so I'll be able to get back on track with this cell phone and everything. Hopefully, but, yeah. But, uh, you know... But so uh so so uh mm. next week hopefully Granny will be able to join us. Uh she'll be uh she'll be out of town doing stuff with the Moose Lodge and uh you know, uh I will uh send you a reminder and everything and uh I might need to have you as a matter of fact, if you guys want to uh send me on Messenger your, your contact information because I've lost all my phone numbers so uh so I can stay in touch with you, that'd be cool. Okay. Works for me. Awesome. Cool. So anyways, we we will see you guys next week. Fourth of July is coming up pretty soon. Uh, Little little America episode. In fact, next time we have a show, it'll be right before the fourth. It'll be July 1st, actually, will be our next show. Um, but yeah, it's been great. It's been fun times talking to the two of you, the two great guests here tonight, and uh, the number one wrestling show on the internet continues. Join us for episode number 105, since we change the name next week. We'll see you same time, same place, same station. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it